to Voices of CFMA, Construction Financial Management Association's podcast featuring stories from our members. I'm your host, Kate Platt, CFMA's Marketing Manager. This week, I am joined by John Corcoran. He is the current CPA liaison for Foundation Software, past president of CFMA, founding member and first president of the Valley of the Sun chapter, a Danny Parrish and Deborah Hahn Award winner, former executive director director of SIGPAC, AGC CFMA conference co-founder, AICPA, AICPA conference planning committee member, and organizer of the golf tournament at CFMA's annual conference and exhibition. Basically, John's been involved in every uh, committee CFMA has to offer as well. So John, thank you for making time to sit down with me today and talk. How are you? I'm fine, Kate. Thank you very much for this opportunity. Not a problem. Why don't we start at the top? How did you get into construction finance? I was uh, recruited by a local CPA here in Phoenix who had a construction industry client who needed a CFO to come in and um, computerize the operation. This was back in 1984. And uh, even though I had no background in technology, uh, he thought that I would be able to go in there and take over uh, the accounting department above the then existent controller who was reluctant to go to uh, automation. Uh, after selecting a, a software product to go along with the state-of-the-art XT uh, IBM XT computers we had, uh, we ran parallel for around three months and the controller then resigned and I did not have to fire her. And that's how I got into the financial aspects of the construction industry. Okay, so you brought on to bring a company up to automation and let someone go. You got the automation off with no problem and they walked away so you didn't have to be the bad guy, huh? Right, I... I did a job and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so what brought you to CFMA? Well, in uh, November of 1985, David Bone, who was a member of the San Diego chapter at that time, uh, which was the benchmark chapter of CFMA in the 80s. And Marty Eckert, who was an officer of... Uh, I think he was treasurer of CFMA at that time, and he was in out of Houston, organized a group here in Phoenix. There was about 20 of us that got together after um, some of our members had attended, our members now had attended a meeting of CFMA in October. In those days, CFMA had two conferences a year, May and October. And they came to Phoenix and uh, put upon a presentation of CFMA. And this was mid-November and by early December, we had our application in to form a chapter. And uh, I am looking now at my certificate and I have number 1588. Maybe I shouldn't let that out because that's kind of like a social security number within CFMA, but it's signed by Bill Miller in January 3rd. 1986 is the date of my certificate. That is impressive. 
that is quick moving and, you know, wonderful that you really helped bring CFMA into that area. Well, we had a very rapid growth. Uh, we actually were organized, like I say, in late December of 85. We had our first meeting in mid-February of 86, had 45 members, or I shouldn't have called them members, 45 people attend the luncheon. And uh, the rest is history. We're now close to 300 member chapter. Uh, and I believe we still are the largest chapter in the CFMA family. As I mentioned at the top of this, you're involved or have been involved in just about everything CFMA does. Can you tell me a little bit more about your involvement? I know that you have mentioned a couple different transitions that you've been part of. Would you like to share any of that with us? Sure. Um, I attended my first CFMA National Conference in May of 1986. That was shortly after we became a chapter. And by the way, I haven't missed one since. I even did the virtual one uh, last year and I'm looking forward to the hybrid uh, version this year. Uh, at that meeting in 1986 in Washington, DC, Bill Miller and the officer decided it was time to uh, expand the leadership of CFMA and formed an executive committee and I was part of the original executive committee of CFMA. And I, I served probably too long on that. I was on it probably for the first, I'm gonna say 12 to 15 years of, of its existence. And then Mel Burgess and Jackie Buck brought me back as a past president. I also was uh, the uh, Publish, publications committee chair when we switched from a four-page newsletter to the current magazine, CFMA's Building Profits. Um, I think the only two committees I don't think I was ever involved in was tax and accounting. And people who know me will realize why I wasn't on those committees. But I mean, so that's, that's an impressive record in terms of committee participation. Well, it's been a very good ride for me, Kate. Um, 35 years I've been involved uh, have brought me unbelievable number of friendships with people. Um, in fact, I even have a family within CFMA now. We have the Corbucliano family, which is a conglomeration of myself, Jackie Buck, and Tony Stagliano, thus Corbucliano. It's a play on all of our last names. Very creative. And at every annual conference, albeit not last year because we didn't get together, we have a family dinner. And uh, the, there are people who are begging to be invited to the dinner. And uh, we do allow a few people to come like uh, Marge Weber, usually joins us. Pam Hummel will join us. Uh, Dave Pesh are among three that I, I realize that are there. Danny Parrish, if he's around, comes. So we have a very good time and we've turned the educational program into a real social event for us. That's, 
really what CFMA tries to do, not only provide you education, but provide you connections and your, you and your friendships and your relationships are proof of, you know, what we try and do here. I think, uh, you know, my, one of my proudest moments was uh, obviously being elected president of CFMA back in 1988, albeit it was a very short term. <laughs> I, I am on record of serving all of about a month and a half as president of CFMA. Uh, there was an economic downturn in Arizona at that time and I lost my job and the uh, then leadership of CFMA decided that, and the bylaws called that if you weren't a general member, which I no longer was because I was unemployed, you couldn't serve as president of the organization. That uh, rule has su subsequently been changed. Another high point was uh, receiving the Deborah Hahn Award and then subsequently the Danny Parrish Leadership Award. Uh, a very memorable thing for me is to run the annual golf tournament at CFMA's uh, conferences. And I've been doing it for well over 20 years. And, and it's a lot of fun. We play some really great golf courses, uh, among them Torrey Pines, TPC in Las Vegas. Uh, we played the, the Cowboy Country Club in Dallas. Uh, and we always have a very good turnout and a lot of fun. And that's what it's all about. I know that the annual golf tournament is definitely a highlight for people. So your hard work is, you know, enthusiastically appreciated. As you know, on this podcast, we like to talk about giving and getting advice throughout the years. And I'd like to know, and our listeners would like to know, what is the best piece of advice you've ever been given? The best piece of advice I've ever been given was, well, there, there's two of them. First one is marry the girl. Excellent advice. And that's, uh, I've been married to Barbara. It'll be 57 years in June. Congratulations. So that was some pretty good advice that I was given. The other was uh, one of my first employers in the public accounting world told me, if you can't impress them with your brilliance, don't try to dazzle them with BS. He says, because it'll get you in nothing but trouble. And I've tried to live by that. Um, I, I'm very open. I don't try to paint a, a flowery picture of anything. I, I don't, a glowing picture. I don't, uh, I think, you, I am what you, what you see is what you get. I don't BS people. Uh, I know I rub people in the wrong way, maybe with some of that, but uh, I'm happy with what's inside of me. Wonderful. I, that's what you have to be at peace with at the end of the day, you being happy with yourself. Um, so I think that's great advice. Don't, don't try and, you know, wiggle your way, get it right. Exactly. Especially when you're dealing with a company's finances or taxes. Great point. Great point. <laughs> Well, John, I wanted to thank you for joining us today for this interview. Um, is there any last minute things you wanna share with us before we sign off? Um, I would just say that to any CFMA member that hears this podcast, get involved. 
don't just be a, a, a fair weathered member, be an active member of CFMA, get involved with a committee, start at your local level. Uh, there's always, we're always looking for volunteers, even if it's nothing other than a greeter at our monthly luncheons. Get on a committee, get involved. And uh, who knows, maybe someday Kate will be interviewing you as a former past president of CFMA, excuse me, they're called chairman now, past chairman of CFMA. And uh, just, you know, it's very important. It's a great organization. Uh, well, I appreciate the kind words, John. And I know CFMA is always looking for new volunteers. So definitely everyone heed John's advice and get involved. You can check out um, our volunteer opportunities at cfma.org forward slash volunteer. Uh, but this is all that we have time for this month. So thank you so much for joining us, John. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. Join me next month when I sit down to talk with Jennifer Murphy about her career in construction finance and her experiences with CFMA. If you're interested in learning more about Construction Financial Management Association, check out cfma.org. Until next month, bye-bye.